Welcome to the Fundraising Freedom Podcast with Mary Valoni. I'm your host, Mary Valoni, and this is the place where fundraisers come to be encouraged, empowered, and educated on how to raise more funds and have more freedom. Welcome to episode 141, and Happy New Year. This is the first episode of the new year of 2020. So uh, thank you guys so much for the comments that have been coming in from last week's episode. If you didn't catch episode 140. I went through and just really talked about the seven areas of goal planning and shared with you guys a little bit about my specific goals. And I just appreciated the comments that came back. Uh, several of you guys are on my email list and you get my weekly emails. And if you don't go to maryvaloni.com and be sure to jump on there and, and get those. But uh, I had asked you guys to respond with your goals for the new year. And I love, love, love what you guys are going to be doing in the new year. I, I have heard about people who are writing books, who are going to be running marathons, who are going to be taking their nonprofits internationally. Uh, so cool. <laughs> so, I mean, really cool stuff that you guys are working on. So thank you for sharing that with me. And I am looking forward to cheering you into 2020 and really helping you however I can to reach those goals. As you know, I have some big goals on my plate for the new year. And I appreciate the comments just because I, I do feel like people appreciate vulnerability and I, and I appreciate that, you know, that we could connect on that level. And I think that we all have some really big goals that we want to accomplish in the new year. And sometimes they're hard to, to vocalize, to verbalize <laughs> and, and to let people know what you're really working on. And sometimes I think it's important that we do keep some of those goals to ourselves because when you have this big vision and you tell people about it that don't understand your vision, it's easy for them to really stomp on your goals. And the last thing you want to do is feel like you're being stopped before you even started. So that's why I, I'm always sensitive to whatever it is that you're working on, that there's some people that you can confide in and sometimes you can't. So I appreciate those of you who felt like you could confide in me and tell me what it was that you are working on. And I appreciate you guys walking with me through the new year as I work towards my big goals as well. So today I want to talk about when is enough enough. Now, as we talk about goal planning and we talk about the new year, it is easy to feel like, okay, well, what did we do in 2019 and what do we need to do in 2020 so that we can kind of one up ourselves? How do we, how do we do this bigger, better, more? And sometimes we get into this place where it just never feels good enough that we are just always striving for this unattainable thing that just, we will not seem to accomplish ever. And so to answer the question, when is enough enough? I believe personally that the answer is never. And depending on what it is that you're working towards, and that's why I feel like when you create that vision, that focus your vision for whatever it is that you're trying to do, a lot of times that vision is so big. And when I talk about ending the lack and scarcity mindset, like that is huge. Like I'm, I'm not going to be able to end that in my lifetime. Right. But it is a big enough goal that keeps me moving every single day and wanting to help more and more people. And when it comes down to it, I'm ultimately looking at, you know, helping people 
attain their heart's desire? You know, what is it that you want to do that keeps you up at night, that makes you want to, you know, just keep working towards something? And that's ultimately why I feel like the answer to this, when is when is enough enough, is never, is because our, our vision should be so big that it's something that we, we probably won't accomplish in our lifetime. Now, of course, the goals on your list, some of them you're going to be able to knock off and you're going to be able to say, when is enough enough? Well, whenever I do it. <laughs> so last week I talked about how I wanted to serve a thousand uh, students. Well, clearly enough is enough when I... Uh, when I actually serve a thousand students, that will be like, okay, I did it. But then I'll ultimately go back to the drawing board and start to look at what can I do to raise the bar. So I'm always going to be, at, you know, trying to move to that next level. And now sometimes we have goals on our list where we're just saying, you know what, I want to run one marathon after I do it. That's good enough. Check it off the list. Well, there's enough is enough. I did it once. I feel good about it. Done. You know, same thing. If somebody has a dream or a desire to write a book and all they want to do is just write one. Well, clearly, once the book is done, enough is enough. They check it off the list. But I do believe that those of us who work in nonprofits, uh, the the things that we're working towards, those big things, um, that the mission statement, the vision statement of your organization, most likely is going to be really, really big. And many people would ask me when I work for the American Cancer Society, they said, what's going to happen to you when they find a cure for cancer? And I said, I'm going to find a new job. <laughs> like that would be awesome. I mean, isn't that what it were, you know, all my peers were working towards all my coworkers. We wanted to end cancer. We wanted to eliminate the disease. And so that would be a dream come true if the day happened that I was kicked out of the job so, because they didn't need me anymore. But I almost, I always was thinking to myself that, you know, even if they did, did come up with a cure for cancer, my job probably would still be around because there's still people who are going to probably be diagnosed or, and who knows, maybe it would be something else. But in my mind, I was always thinking that I'm like, it's fine. That's more than okay. That's why I do what I do. And I would assume for you guys too, that if you served all the people that needed help or you eliminated the issue that you're trying to overcome, well, that would be a dream come true. That would be awesome. <laughs> that, that's everything that you're working towards. And then you would say, enough is enough. You would say, okay, we did it. We, we arrived. We did what we came here to do. And then you would look at what's the next thing that's a, a desire of yours to work towards. And you would pick something else and you'd start working towards that. Now, I think that so many of us think about when is enough enough when it does come to finances and when it comes to fundraising. And this was something that I really battled because, you know, I, I worked for several charities. You guys know that I've worked for Special Olympics and the ALS Association, the American Cancer Society. And now I work for a whole lot of different charities, helping them on their consulting work, building campaigns and, and larger campaigns that people are working on. And, you know, there are there are times when it just feels like it when is enough enough because the goal just keeps on getting bigger, better, you know, and, and larger every single year. And I believe that there's something to be said about just because you raised, let's just say you raised a hundred thousand last year, doesn't mean you're going to raise 200,000 the next year and 300,000 and 400,000 and 500,000. But what I do believe is that when your goal and your vision is big enough, the dollars will rise to that challenge. 
And that's oftentimes why when I'm talking to somebody about what is your goal, you know, what is it that you're trying to achieve? Sometimes people will give me the answer of whatever they think is possible. And I want to tell I want to challenge you today. I want to challenge you to start thinking about what is the dream. Instead of saying, what do I think is, is possible? I want you to look at the vision. I want you to look at what it is that you're trying to accomplish on the mission side of the work that you're doing and talk to yourself about what is it going to actually take financially to accomplish that mission? And this is where we, we have a, I mean, we screw up. This is where we screw up is that we pick a number that we think is attainable, or we just pick a number that's bigger or greater than the year before. And so, well, if we did this last year, we could probably do this this next year. And I think that's awful. It's the worst way to fundraise because it is not compelling to your donor base. What is compelling to your donor base is something that is worth accomplishing. Now, if when I was trying to raise a million dollars for my work at the American Cancer Society, I knew that there were million dollar research grants that we could easily pick up and we could take on. Now, that dollar amount was totally attainable. It was totally doable for our cause, but that was not my financial goal. That is not what my boss told me I needed to raise. She was telling me initially that I needed to raise 50,000. And as many of you guys know, as you've been following me, is that we net a half a million dollars in our first year on that fundraiser because I was setting my sights on these research grants that were half a million, 700,000, a million dollars to do these big size grants. And I thought, there's no way that we're going to be able to cure cancer if we're only raising $50,000. You're not even paying for my salary or the salaries of the people who are assisting me and helping me through this process, let alone all the travel I was doing and the conferences that I was going to to learn and grow as a fundraiser. And so when you rationally start to think about what is it going to take to accomplish and fulfill our goal, you'll start to get the answer to when is enough enough. There were times when I was working for organizations and you may have been in this position too, where you bounce and maybe you've worked for different sending organizations or you've worked for different charities, different organizations that may be in the same sector, but are different. And you found yourself bouncing from one to the next. And I would probably say that the reason for that is because enough was enough you had enough. <laughs> you were done. You were frustrated. You felt like you couldn't accomplish your goal, that the, the environment that you were in just, it wasn't even possible because you didn't have the tools and the resources in order to accomplish the goal that was given to you. And so if you start to look at your goals for 2020 and start to really dig in a little bit further and say, okay, how can I actually set myself up for success so that you're going to continue to be motivated every single day that you go into work, every single day that you work towards this big vision. But I will say that it all comes back to, is your vision big enough? Is it actually the vision that you want? You know, I think about somebody who's running on a track. Okay. So think about somebody who is, you know, running a marathon, but you know, just on, on a track. Okay. And you, you know, that there are no obstacles in the way they're just running in circles, right? So those sprinters, those guys, when that gun goes off and they're running, nothing is standing in their way. And that's why they can run so freaking fast is <laughs> because they head down and they're just 
focused on the end goal and they're running towards it. You probably can see in the work that you're doing that you're not head down with, you know, running full force. You're like, eh, should we go here? Should we do that? I don't know. Maybe we should do this. Maybe that's not the right goal. Maybe that's not the vision we're actually working towards. And you can see why you're moving at a snail's pace. You are not running. You are not being able to sprint towards the goal. And that's why it feels like it's taking forever. So one of the things that I encourage you to do, especially if you're working through my fundraising freedom process, is don't miss out on step number one. Do not miss that step, which is focus your vision. Now, as you can about imagine, those individuals who are running that race you know, on the track they know the end. They know how far they're going. They know the direction that they're going. They know what they need to do in order to accomplish the goal. Head down, running. So now what they can do is they can train well, they can eat well, all the other things that go into play. So by the time they show up on the track, they're ready to accomplish what they came there to do. That's what I want for you. I want you to be able to train outside of the work that you're doing so that when you get into the arena, which is that fundraiser, that event, that capital campaign, the building campaign, once you get in there, head down, everybody's moving in the same direction. And that's why you can ultimately get all these volunteers, all these donors, everybody working towards the same goal. And that's where the big dollars start to come in. But if you set your sights, if you set your focus on something that's so small, and just, well, we did this last year, we could do this next year. That is not motivating. That does not get me excited. As a donor, that doesn't make me want to give more money this year. It just tells me, well, I should just do status quo. Maybe I should just give the same, maybe not even give anything next year because I don't really even know what it is that you're accomplishing or the direction that you're going. Are we even making a difference? Are we even getting where we said we were going to go? So that is all super, super important as you're working towards your end goal. And I know that, you know, in my five years of working in my business, it's Mary Valoni Consulting. I do know that I was not able to put my head down and just run. I know that because I was trying to figure out even, do I have the right map? <laughs> you know, sometimes, and I mentioned this on, on last week's episode is that sometimes you feel like you're like pushing that boulder up the hill where it's so heavy. But what I did find out was that I was like, okay, well, is this the hill I want to go up? Is that the hill I want to go up? Well, maybe I want to go over here. Or maybe I want to go over there. And so you're trying a bunch of stuff. And I know you guys have done the same thing where it's like, well, you know, who's going to be the population of people that we really want to engage with and who's going to give us the funds that we need, the direction we need to go. And so you're trying a bunch of things, but then you finally should latch onto something that says, you know what, this is it. This is how we're going to raise our money. This is what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to do it. Head down and we're sprinting towards the finish line. And that's where I'm at right now. And I, that's why I think that this conversation is so important is because, you know, you can't get to a place where you just are like, well, enough's enough, especially when it comes to the kind of work that that we all do. These visions are so big and you're tackling something that other people don't want to tackle. It's hard stuff. And you may be trying a bunch of different things that, you know, Hey, this might be a, a symptom. This may be a problem. This may be something we can help with. And so you're kind of dabbling in a bunch of different areas to try and fix the problem. But when it comes to finances, that's where I'm like, you should be able to lock into your fundraiser, lock into the thing that you want to do to get people to rally around your cause, 
put your head down and be able to sprint towards the finish line for that goal and for that dollar amount. And so, and that's why you can ultimately say, yeah, enough is enough. Like, I mean, I'm, there isn't, it's never, it's never good enough. It's just, we've, we've got to keep working towards that. Now, one thing that I do want to just you know, give you something to think about is that there are plenty of times when people do work in a career field, you know, they work towards this goal, they work towards it their entire lives. And if you talk to people who are, you know, a bit older, who are retired, who are not in, you know, they've, they've kind of hung up the career, so to say, you ask them about their history. Sometimes people will say that, you know, it's kind of sad. It, all this work, all this toiling, all this, you know, exhaustion and stress that they work towards, you know, they worked so hard for decades and then they retired and they moved on and somebody else picked it up and it may not be the same and it may not look the same. And you know what? We, we just have to be okay with that. We have to be okay with the work that we're doing today is important and it's our heart's desire to work towards that. And whatever happens, happens, and we're going to be okay with it and not feel like we're going to look back and be like, oh gosh, you know, why did I do that? Or I shouldn't have done that. And that's also why I'm not a huge fan of retirement. Uh, I'll say that. I, I joke about it often that I'm actually in retirement right now because I love the work that I do. And I hope the same is for you too, is that you would do this no matter the pay, no matter the hours, no matter the season, that you love the work that you do and you want to do this because it's the right thing to do and it's what you specifically are called to do for this season of life. And so I hope that for you, that you feel really confident that you can put your head down and you can sprint towards the goal because you are exactly where you're supposed to be, that this is the season of life that you are in and that you feel like you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And if you're not, this is the season for you to start to figure out what's next. And that's okay. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. You guys know I resigned from my work at the American Cancer Society. You know, I left Special Olympics, the ALS Association and, special, and the American Cancer Society. I loved my work. I loved my work and every single one of those charities. And I love my work today. And sometimes we go through these seasons where, you know, you are working for something and you love it and it's going great, but you feel like enough is enough and you've done everything that you came there to do. And that's okay. It's okay for you to be able to hang that up and say, you know what? I want to try something new. I want to move into this field or I want to work on this project instead. And for you to be able to close the door on that previous season and walk into the new one and feel really good about it. So I don't know where you're at in your cause or the work that you're doing, but all I want for you is for you to be able to be really proud of what you do and to never feel like it it's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your energy. I hope that you can see the results of the work that you're doing every single day. And that's also why, you know, when you go through the seven step process that I teach, the very last step of the process is make your difference and celebrate with the people who got you there. Celebrate with your entire team. And I believe that there's something really special about being able to celebrate together and to feel like, wow, we did this together. But I do know that there's certain seasons where things just click and it's magical and it's amazing and you have so much synergy with this group that you're working in and you are running head down and everybody knows the goal and they're all working towards it. And then there's other seasons where it just feels like, you know what, maybe that season's over. 
and maybe I need to hang that up and I need to start moving in this direction and start helping this group of people or start helping in this way. And don't beat yourself up about that. And it's okay. That's okay. You know, it's our, it's our right to say that, you know what, we've arrived. Now the definition of enough is, is actually as much or as many as required. That's what the definition of enough is as much or as many as required. And sometimes what's required of you is X amount. Sometimes that's six months, a year, five years, 10 years. And sometimes as much or as many as required is your entire life. It's, an, it's a life dedication towards the work that you're doing. And that is what's enough. And we're gonna do whatever we're called to. And I hope that that's you, that you're going to put your head down, run towards that goal to accomplish it with everything that you have, knowing that you're doing enough. And I am a self-proclaimed achiever, you know, like I'm very goal-oriented and that's why, you know, I love this kind of work. And I do find myself many times asking this question about is enough enough only because I'm wondering, is it me? <laughs> you know, am I the one that's always saying that it's never, that it's not good enough or that I need to do more, but I've really come to a place where I'm okay with walking things out and doing it to my full ability while I feel like I'm being called to it. And that's why I was okay to step away from Special Olympics when the time happened because I just knew that my season had ended. And when I moved into my work at the ALS Association, I felt like I was working through this this season with that organization. And I loved every minute of the work that I did because it has taught me so much. And of course, as you guys know, I talk frequently about the American Cancer Society and my work there. I take so much of those things that I learned in all three of those situations to be able to now do the work that I do. And I, I can't tell you, I mean, there isn't enough, there isn't enough. There are so many people. And that's why I feel like I'm so inspired today is that I just know that there's so many nonprofits that need help, that they don't have the tools, they don't have the resources to successfully raise the funds that they need so that they can fulfill their mission. So I am going to continue to do this knowing that enough isn't enough, you know, that there is more to be done. There's more help that needs to be given to those of you who are in the mission field and working uh, every single day to try and help the population of people that you serve. All that to be said is that I'm never going to end the work that I do because I love it and there, there's just more to be done. So I'm going to continue that. And I hope the same for you, that you can continue to see that, okay, I'm in this, I'm fully in this, I have some big goals that I'm working towards and I'm going to continue to, to put my head down, get my team in place, get the people that I need around me so that we can run faster, that we can do this better, more efficiently, and we can help more people in a greater capacity than what maybe we did in the last season. I am excited for 2020. I said it the last time, I'm very hopeful about 2020 and the work that's being done here. And I am going to put my head down and run faster. <laughs> my word for the year is multiply. So that just means I, I just you know wanna do this in a, in a much more efficient way and obviously multiply the work that I'm doing by helping more people. So I hope the same for you guys as you continue to work throughout your goals, hash out what is it that you want to do? How do you want to do it? Make sure that your goals, I just want to highlight this, make sure that your goals are 
are quantifiable, that you have numbers, you have dates that are attached to it so that you do have something to hold yourself to. And it allows you to continue to push yourself towards raising more, reach, reaching more people, helping more people, engaging more volunteers. So if you guys need anything, you guys know how to reach me, but just in case you don't, if you're new to the show, you can always email me at mary at maryvaloney.com. But I do encourage you, if you want to have a conversation, find out what it is that I do, how I can help you in your cause. Don't be afraid just to jump on maryvaloney.com and just fill out a, the let, let's connect button on my homepage. I would love to have a conversation with you, see how we can work together in 2020. So I look forward to continuing this conversation. We're going to keep running. We're going to be running. We're going to be sprinting. Let's sprint in 2020, right? And uh, continue to help as many people as possible through the fun that each and every one of you raise. So hope you guys have a great week. Let's go change the world one volunteer and one dollar at a time.